happy Monday to you. It's a rainy, cold Monday in the Midwest, but uh, maybe it's a little brighter and sunnier where you are. This is Bob Rowe. Welcome to the best old-time radio podcast, Monday, October 26, 2020. And of course, on Mondays, we play a comedy, and we've got a great one lined up. So what you need to do is get comfortable, get your feet up in that big, easy chair over there, Get yourself something cold to drink, a little snack, and uh, be ready, because we're going to come back with a great old-time radio comedy in just a minute. Monday, Monday, can't trust that day. Monday, Monday, it just turns out that way. have an episode of the Jack Benny Show. This one originally aired on March the 23rd, 1952, and in it, Jack takes Mary to the Academy Awards. It's a funny episode. It's got one of my favorite bits in it, uh, which is uh, the Sheldon Leonard character. Psst, hey, you, hey, buddy. <laughs> I love that bit. Um, just a little background. That year, the uh, Academy Awards, of course, were celebrating the films of 1951, American in Paris with Gene Kelly won that year for Best Picture. I'm not crazy about that film, but I guess the reason it won is at least it was cheery. My goodness, listen to the movies it was up against. Quo Vadis, which of course was about Nero persecuting Christians. A film entitled Decision Before Dawn, which was about German prisoners of war in World War II. A Place in the Sun. A famous film, uh, George Stevens' film, uh, Montgomery Cliff murders his fiancée, Shelley Winters, in order to be with Liz Taylor, and ends up on death row. A Streetcar Named Desire, the Tennessee Williams play. Uh, you recall that Blanche Dubois is disturbed. She goes to live with her sister in New Orleans, and she's tormented by this brutish brother-in-law of hers, and finally just loses all touch with reality. Those were the films that were up for Best Picture that year. Another big film that year was uh, Death of a Salesman, a cheery, cheery uh, little bit about a salesman that can't close the sale anymore and is is losing it, uh, losing touch with his family. Uh, no wonder they, they voted for uh, an American in Paris Best Picture that year. Well, we're going to hear all about it coming up on the Jack Benny Show. By the way, one other side note. Uh, you'll hear the mention of Baron Leone in here. Does anyone remember Baron Leone? He was a professional wrestler that was well-known on television in 1952. Here we come, Jack Benny. 
The Jack Benny Program. Starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Jack Benny's house in Beverly Hills. At the moment, our little star is shaving. Hmm. See, my beard feels kind of tough this morning. I wish this was April 1st, so I'd put in a new blade. Hmm. I wonder... I wonder how I would look with sideburns. Charles Boyer has sideburns. I can just see myself taking a beautiful girl in my arms and saying, like Boyer, Eh, my darling, come with me to the cash drawer. I mean, cash. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, maybe I ought to just shave and forget it. Hey, that must be Mary. I don't know why I want sideburns anyway. That fellow on television who calls himself the Continental, he doesn't have him. Boy, is he romantic. That's the type I am. The Continental. Do not be afraid, darling. It is only a man's apartment. Jackson, open up your baby blues. Oh, it's you, Phil. Oh, say, Phil, who am I imitating? Well, do it again. Do not be afraid, darling. It is only a man's apartment. Barry Leone. All right, all right Look, Phil, I'm in the midst of shaving So if you want to talk to me, come in the bathroom Okay, where's Rochester? He went to the market Hey, Phil, what are you doing here so early, anyway? Alice threw me out of the house Again? It wasn't my fault this time, Jackson You see, Just a minute, Phil, wait a minute Where's my razor? Oh, here it is Phil, why did Alice throw you out of the house? Oh, I don't know They were having a parent-teachers meeting You know, all the mothers and teachers were there And... They were deciding to make some sort of an outing for the kids in the third grade. They, they call it a, a nature study. Oh, yes, that's one of those hikes up in the hills. Well, they should have told me. Why? When they said they wanted to study nature, I suggested the Burbank Theater. <laughs> a burlesque show? Well, I don't blame her for throwing you out of the house. Yeah, I don't know why I Phil, always Well, I wish have... you wouldn't stand behind me while I'm shaving. Why? Every time I see the reflection of your eyes in the mirror, I think I cut myself. (laughs) Okay, I'll move, I'll move. Oh, there's somebody at the door. Oh, I'll get it, Jackson. Oh, hello, Phil. Do not be afraid, darling. It's only a man's apartment. What is that? I don't know. That's the way they answer the door around here. (laughs) Hey, come on in, Livy. Jackson will be through in a minute. He's shaving. Hey, look at you. That's a cute little dress you're wearing. Oh, I'm glad you like it, Phil. I knitted it myself. It sure fits you beautiful. The way it shows off your figure. I mean, it, it clings so snug around the hips. And, and Hey, wait a minute. You said you made that dress. How come there's a price tag on it? I put that on myself. I wanted something for Jack to notice, too. Oh. <laughs> Phil... What are you doing over here so early? Well, they were having a parent-teacher's meeting over at the house. And And Alice threw you out. How'd you know? I took a wild guess. Well, I'm all through with my shaving. 
Oh, hello, Mary. Where did you get that $45 dress? You see, Phil, I told you. Told him what? Nothing, nothing. Hey, Jackson, that's a new suit you're wearing, ain't it? Yep, and I got a bargain, too. You know, walk up one flight and save $10. Where'd you buy that one? On top of old Smokey? (laughs) Phil, for a fellow who was thrown out of the house this morning, you're certainly... Hello? Hello, is this Jack Benny? Yes. Uh, Well, Mr. Benny, my wife and I are having a big argument, and you can help us settle it. (laughs) Me? Yeah, we we bought a copy of Look Magazine, and your picture's on the cover. That's right. How old are you? Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine? Yes. You win, Mabel. Them wrinkles must be in the paper. Is it, Jack? I don't know. Since I had my picture on, look, I've gotten a lot of phone calls. Yeah, and I know what you go through, Jackson. You're not the only one who's had his picture on the cover of a magazine. Well, Phil, I've never seen your picture on a cover. Neither have I. Well, that's because you kids don't subscribe to the monthly manual of the Amalgamated Society of the City Planning and Construction Engineers. Uh, Phil... Phil, your picture's on the cover of the monthly manual of the Amalgamated Society of City Planning and Construction Engineers? Yeah, and I got a copy of it right here in my pocket. I'll show it to you. See? Phil, that's a picture of the new freeway. Yeah, but look who's laying against the curb. Well, Phil, if that's you, this picture certainly has an appropriate caption. Landmarks of Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, anybody can brag. Here I am, boss, back from the market. Oh, good, good. Hello, Rochester. Hello, Miss Livingston, Mr. Harris. Hi, Chester. Say, boss, before I put all these canned goods in the pantry, do you want to check off the list? Yes, Rochester, I'll check them off as, as you put them on the table. Okay. Two large cans of... Two large cans of... Two small cans of... Two small cans of. Three medium cans of. Three medium cans of. Four large cans of. Four large cans of. Wait a minute. What kind of checking off is that? Two large cans of. Three small cans of. Cans of what? We don't know. When the labels are torn off, you get them cheaper. Oh, for heaven's sake. Imagine buying canned goods without labels on them. When we sit down to dinner, it's like a mystery program. Uh, Who done it? No, what's in it? Rochester. One night we had Drano for dessert. Well... Now I've heard everything. Imagine buying canned goods without labels on them. Isn't that silly, Phil? I wouldn't know. I'm a bottle man myself. <laughs> Rochester, just put the things away. Okay, boss. And I bought you a new pair of woolen mittens like you asked for. Woolen mittens? What's that for, Jackson? Well, as soon as I get a chance, I'm going up to Big Bear to do some more skiing. You know, Mary went up with me a few weeks ago. Well, Jackson, I didn't know you could ski. Are you kidding? I've been skiing for years. Of course, I haven't got perfect form, you know. In fact, the last time I came down the slide, took off and sailed through the air, I, I did flap my arms a little too much. A little too much? A duck hunter took a shot at you. <laughs> duck hunter, duck hunter. 
You'd still be out there if a retriever hadn't brought you back. Oh, don't be so smart. If we go up in the snow again next week, I'll show you how good the... Come in! Well, Don, Dennis, come on in. Go ahead, Dennis. You go first. Oh, no, no, Don. You go first. Oh, you go first, Dennis. No, no, Don. I'd rather you go first. Look, fellas. Dennis, please go first. No, Don. I insist that you go first. Oh, for heaven's sake, what's the matter with you guys? Why are you so polite to each other? We both have two shows. <laughs> That's the silliest thing I ever heard. Now, come on in. Boy, does that outfit bring out the curves, the way it clings around the hips. Oh, you noticed it too, eh, Dennis? Yeah, Mr. Benny's wearing a new suit. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Now, Dennis, before you get too silly, let me hear the song you're going to do on the program. Okay. Oh, by the way, Mr. Benny, where'd you get that suit on top of old Smokey? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bill Harris just said that. Well, that's funny. At rehearsal, I had the joke. What happened? I don't know how anything happened. Just sing your song. Talk to her, please, Mr. Sun. Speak to her, Mr. Rainbow. Don't you think so, Don? Oh, yes, Jack. And now I've got something I want you to hear. It's a very clever commercial. In a minute, Don. Say, Dennis, your song was so good that if you promise not to annoy me, I got a nice surprise for you. A surprise? Yes. Next week, Mary and I may go skiing up in Big Bear, and if you're a good boy, we'll take you with us. That's right, Dennis. Gee, up in the snow? Yeah. Have you ever been up to Big Bear, kid? Oh, I haven't, but a few weeks ago, my mother went up there on a hunting trip. Did she get anything? No, but she took a shot at a blue-eyed duck. <laughs> She did, eh? Yeah, and she couldn't understand it. Her retriever came back with a toupee. <laughs> Dennis, that duck your mother thought she was shooting at was me. Oh. 
Dennis, this is your last warning. If you open your mouth again, I'm going to hit you over the head with a large can of. A large can of what? If he knew, he wouldn't be so liberal with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jack, Jack, I want to apologize if I upset you, but I thought you'd like an Academy Award commercial because you were there Thursday night. Well, what's that got to do with it? Of course I was there, and I took Mary with me. Yes, but it's the last time I'll ever go with you. What? Why, Mary? What happened? Well... Mary. Quiet, Jack. I'm going to tell him. Well, Don, last Thursday evening, Jack picked me up at my house. We drove down to Hollywood, parked the car, and we were walking to the Pantages. You know, Mary, I should have had Rochester drop us off at the theater before we parked the car. Oh, it's only a short walk, Jack, and besides, I want to talk to you. What about? Well, you've been taking me to the Academy Awards for many years now, and tonight, when you go up to congratulate the winning actor, do me a favor. What? Just shake his hand. Don't say, lucky for you, I didn't make a picture this year. When did I ever say that? You started with William S. Hart. <laughs> I did not. Say, Jack, I want to step into this drugstore and get some cough drops. Have we got time? Oh, sure. Well, let's see. Where's the drug counter? Right over there. Don't hurry, Mary. We have plenty of time. Are you, bud? Long time, no see. Huh? Oh, hello. Come on, Mary. Uh, Jack, wasn't yes, that... Yes, that tout from Santa Anita. I always run into him. Say, Mary, they have a fountain here. I think I'll get a cup of coffee. Would you like some? No, no, you go ahead. Okay. When you say I beg your pardon, then I'll come back to hey, you. But, but... Huh? Come here a minute. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, yeah. Where you going? Over to the fountain. What are you going to get? Coffee. Uh-uh. <laughs> what? Get milk. But I want coffee. Coffee hasn't got a chance. Why not? Wet grounds. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't care. I'm going to get coffee. Now, don't be a sucker. Take milk. Why milk? Look at the breeding. The breeding? Yeah. Milk is on a cow by squeeze. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want milk. Oh, look, bud, if you don't let it get around, I got something really good. What? Ovaltine. <laughs> Why Ovaltine? It's a sleeper. <laughs> well, maybe I'll... Hey, wait a minute. I know what I'm going to get. What? Come here a minute. Yeah. I'm going to get tea. Why tea? Because tea is in the bag. <laughs> well, okay, it's your dough. So long. So long.
What a guy. Why must I always run into... Okay, Jack, I'm ready if you are. Fine, Mary, let's go. Did you enjoy your coffee? I didn't have any. Why not? I didn't like the odds. <laughs> Jack! What are you talking about? I don't know. Come on, Mary, here's the theater. Gee, the lobby's crowded. Yeah, everybody in pictures seems to be here. Boy, these Academy Awards are really something. Look who's here. Danny Kaye, Betty Davis, Marlon Brando. And there's Irene Dunn, Joan Crawford, Arthur Kennedy, Gene <laughs> <Jean> Autry. <laughs> Gosh, everybody in Look, Jack, there's a radio commentator doing a broadcast right in the middle of the lobby. Let's go over and listen. Oh, yeah. And so tonight, everybody who is anybody in Hollywood is gathered here for the annual Academy Awards. And ladies and gentlemen, I shall do my best to bring you some of these celebrities. Oh, here come some famous actors walking by. I'll see if I can get them to say a few words. Hey, Mr. Jimmy Cagney, would you please say a few words over the air? I'm very happy to be here tonight, and I'm sure this is going to be another great occasion. Thank you, Mr. Cagney. Gee, Mary, remember, remember Cagney and Yankee Doodle Dandy? Yeah. Yeah, and now coming up to the microphone is Mr. Lionel Barrymore. This is really a great night for Hollywood, and I know that the ones who win the awards will deserve. Thank you, Mr. Barrymore. Gee, he's a great actor. And here we have Mr. Edward G. Robinson. Hey, Mr. Robinson, would you say a few words? Sure. I'm very happy to be here tonight. See? And I'm here to see these actors get a fair shake, see? And don't forget it. Nah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mr. Robinson. Hey, he's tough, isn't he? And uh, now, Mr. Gary Cooper. Yep. <laughs> Gee, Mary, I had no idea that Gary Cooper was that tall. Neither did I. And he's so distinguished. Look how gray his hair is. Jack, that's snow. Oh, he really is tall, isn't he? <laughs> Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are indeed fortunate. Coming up to the microphone is one of the candidates for the best acting honors, Mr. Humphrey Bogart, nominated for his splendid performance in African Queen. Hey, tell me, Mr. Bogart, do you think there's any chance of your not winning the award tonight? Ooh, I only ask. <laughs> well, how do you like that? Say, Mary, I wonder if he's going to interview me, too. Quiet, Jack. Jimmy Stewart is walking up to the microphone. Jimmy Stewart? Hey, Mr. Stewart, would you please say a few words to the radio audience? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Stewart. Oh, well, yes. I'm very happy to be here tonight. Uh, Mr. Stewart, before you go, I'd like to ask a few personal questions. Uh, didn't you recently have twin girls? Uh, well, well, yes, I did. Uh, that is, my wife did. Yeah. Uh, they're the cutest things, but, but so confusing. What do you mean, confusing? Uh, well, last week I bought them a little horse, and they take turns riding it. And it's kind of hard for me to tell which twin has the pony. <laughs> Ooh, what an awful joke. Well, you better think of a better one. The announcer's motioning to you. Oh, yes. Come on, Mary. Oh, Jack, wait for me. Take my hand, Mary. Well, Jack, baby! <laughs> yes, yes. 
How do you do, Miss Livingston? Hello. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Well, thank you. Uh, you've been coming to these Academy Awards for a long time, haven't you, Mr. Benny? Yes, I certainly have. Well, uh, tell me, Mr. Benny, what are your future picture plans? Well... He expects to see Quo Vadis tomorrow night. <laughs> Mary, please, this is an interview. Uh, Mr. Benny, the last picture you made was a Western called The Horn Blows at Midnight, wasn't it? A Western? Yes, I was at the preview and I remember hearing gunshots. That was the Warner Brothers. Fortunately, they missed each other. Uh, now, Mr. Benny, would you care to make any predictions as to who will win the Oscars here tonight? No, there are so many wonderful actors and actresses up for them, but in the musical awards, if the song I wrote... Thank you, Mr. Benny. What a song. When you say uh, I Mr. Think... Benny, get away from the mic. Then I'll come back to you. Uh, Mr. Benny. When you ask me to forgive uh, you, Mr. Benny. I'll return. Uh, 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 Mr. Like Benny. Like the swallows at uh, uh, Serrano. Mr. Benny. Get away from Capistrano. this microphone. Stop pushing. Uh, uh, For you, uh, my heart Mr. will Mr. Benny, get away from this return. microphone or I'll punch you right in the nose. Take your hands off uh, me. Now, get away. Uh, cut that out. Now, what are you doing? Uh, I told you to get away from here. I don't care what you told uh, me. Jack, come on. Okay, okay. Oh, there he is, girls. There he is. Mr. Brando. Mr. Brando. May we have your autograph? I'm not Marlon Brando. The announcer just ripped my shirt. Come on, Mary. Let's go in. The Jack Benny Show was written by Sam Perrin, Milk Joseph Berg, George Walters, Tom Tackerberry, Hal Golden, and Al Gordon, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Mark. The Jack Benny Program is brought to you by Lucky Strike, product of the American Tobacco Company, America's leading manufacturer of cigarettes. This is the CBS Radio Network. The Jack Benny Show from uh, March 23rd, 1952, at the Academy Awards, he did a number of uh, shows, a number of episodes where he went to the Academy Awards. In fact, I think they alluded to that. Mary said, Jack's been taking her for many years. I was thinking when I played this that this was the episode where Ronald Coleman and Benita Hume were in it. I'm going to have to dig that one out and, and play it because that was one of my favorites of, of the times he went to the Academy Awards. They mentioned that the... Uh, Ceremony that year was held at the Pantages Theater. And I remember when I was a kid, it was at the Pantages for many years. The Pantages is a large movie theater, movie palace that is right on Hollywood Boulevard, right near the corner of Hollywood and Vine. And now for the last, I don't know, probably 30, 40 years, it's a venue for uh, road shows, uh, uh, live road shows. Like I remember Carol and I saw uh, Peter Pan there with uh, Sandy Duncan. And back in the 60s, I remember going to a lot of uh, movies. It was a big deal to go up to Hollywood to see a movie because usually you saw it weeks or months before it was in general release. Well, again, that was a Jack Benny show. Just to prove that uh, I know what I'm talking about, maybe next week we'll play another Benny show, this one featuring Ronald Coleman and Benita Hume. I mean, after all, you can't get too much Jack Benny.
Gang, that's going to do it. That's all we got for this Monday, October 26th, 2020. We will be back tomorrow with the uh, drama. We'll be back on Wednesday with a mystery and on Thursday with a Western. So we look forward to seeing you then. Been playing a lot of songs from the early 50s, so I thought we'd just take a little diversion. I love songs that tell stories. And the one I'm going to play by Leonard Skinner is a really great example. So that's what we're going to go out with today. This is Bob Bro. I'm so glad you stopped by, and I'm so glad you met me.